Good morning, good morning, good morning, listeners. Oh my God, I just got a nice shot in the arm. I was sitting down to do the podcast and you know that little voice comes in my head, check your demographics, you know. And so I said, well, I know we just added Ghana and now we have added Turkey. Turkey, Turkey joined us probably um obviously late last night because they're here this morning i'm so excited so welcome turkey um i've been to ephesus and uh other family members have been to istanbul so we love turkey and i was just gonna make a bad joke of course we eat it at thanksgiving but anyway that's that's bad okay good morning This is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and today is January 18th. I just want to kick off if anybody wants to know where you can make a donation or pledge to the podcast, let me give it to you nice and slow. It is anchor.fm forward slash Pamela hyphen M hyphen Staten forward slash support. I'm just so excited. Yay. Welcome Turkey. Okay. Let us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, I believe that you created me for a special purpose and that you have a perfect plan for my life. I ask that you fulfill your purpose for me and help me to do my part by earnestly seeking you daily through prayer and your word. Thank you that as I seek you each day, that you will guide me along the best pathway for my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, how grateful we are that you are so patient with us and you love us. You see us in our weak moments and in our frailties. You pick us up when we falter. You are so full of forgiveness, so full of love, so full of goodness, and just so full of the best of everything. I pray that the Holy Spirit will sink this message deeply into the heart of every person who hears it and that we will respond in wisdom. Understand the obedience required of me and walk in that obedience. I pray we find the awesome, thrilling joy of knowing our living God. In Jesus' name, amen. Huge smile on my face, huge smile. Thank you, Lord, for yesterday. Thank you, Lord, for leading the way. Thank you, Lord, for your tender care today and tomorrow. We know you'll be there. Thank you, Lord, for every plight. Thank you, Lord, it will turn out right. Thank you, Lord, for today. Thank you, Lord, in every way. Amen. Father, how grateful we are that we don't have to beg, we don't have to plead, 
We don't have to wonder. We don't have to doubt. We just know that everything you've said is absolutely true and that anyone who is willing to ask you to forgive them of sin and surrender their life to your lordship, to your way, to your will, well, everything in their life will change for all eternity. And we are grateful beyond all ability to express thanksgiving. In Jesus' name, amen. Everything is not what it seems. There's a stronger force behind the scenes. He is in our lives every day. He's right there when we call. In him is where our strength lies. And I lift my eyes beyond the skies. Only he can save my life. Only he can hear my cry. I want to thank you, God, for giving me one more chance to raise my voice and to sing your praise. I sing it out loud. I sing it all day. This song is my prayer I give to only you, and it can't compare to the gifts from you. You give us your love. You gave us your son. And so I say, amen. I know there are some who don't believe. Sometimes it's very hard to see because we live this life every day and some things don't go your way. But to be without is not his will. There are cattle on a thousand hills and they're all yours to claim. Just claim them in his holy name. We don't have to beg or crawl. He'll see you standing proud and tall. He'll give his everlasting love. Just come to him as you are. I want to thank you, God, for giving me one more chance to raise my voice and to sing your praise. I sing it out loud. I sing it always. And so I say, Amen. There's a common misconception that believers should be perfect. Pretending to have our lives in order, many of us wear happy faces and speak words that sound acceptable. At times, we're ashamed to admit our shortcomings as if they should not exist. Salvation through Jesus, however, doesn't change the fact that sin is present in our life. When we were born again, God forgives us and sees us as righteous. Yet our battle with sin continues until we arrive in heaven. In fact, striving for perfection actually can be a trap that pulls us away from living a godly life. Functioning in this way is a form of relying on our own capability. Jesus said that he came to heal the spiritually sick because they recognized their weakness. With an awareness of our inadequacy comes the realization of our need 
for him. The world sees successful individuals as powerful and self-sufficient, but Jesus honestly did not care about these qualities. Instead, he wants people to be unaware of their own brokenness. Sorry, Jesus wants people to be aware of their own brokenness. That's right. This is the foundation for godliness. We should accept our neediness and seek God's word, faithful service, deepening trust, and decision-making based upon principle rather than preference. Patiently and mercifully, God matures us. So be careful not to cover up your sins in order to look like a quote-unquote good Christian. Without recognition and confession of our sinfulness, we are unable to rely fully on God. It is only with this awareness that we can passionately seek Him, obey in His strength, and confess with repentance when we miss the mark. Amen. One of my favorite prayers, where there is faith, there is love. Where there is love, there is peace. Where there is peace, there is God. And where there is God, there is no need. So my wish for you today is no need. Stay right there. We'll be right back with some more words of wisdom. Holy Spirit, you know my heart. You understand my deepest wants and needs. And you know me better than I know myself. There is nowhere I could run to escape your presence and nothing I could hide from you. And that is why right now, I'm asking you to give me your divine wisdom and guidance. I don't always know what to pray for. My soul is weary and oftentimes I'm tired. And I worry about making the right decision, but I want to live a life that honors you. Even though I may feel like I can't move forward or see you, I know that I have you, Lord, right by my side. Amen. Okay, since we have a couple new countries listening this week, I want to share what I consider the yoke breaker in all of this. And this is the forgiveness prayer which all of us just desperately need. The following prayer covers most significant areas of forgiveness. Often such a prayer will bring to mind other areas that need forgiveness. Let the Holy Spirit move freely and guide your mind to persons or groups that you need to forgive. Lord Jesus Christ, I ask today to forgive everyone in my life. 
I know that you will give me the strength to forgive. And I thank you that you love me more than I love myself and want my happiness more than I desire it for myself. Father, I forgive you for the times that death has come into the family, hard times, financial difficulties, or what I thought were punishments that were sent by you and people said it's God's will. And I became a little bitter and had a little bit of resentment towards you. Purify my heart and mind today, Lord. I forgive myself for my sins, for my faults and my failings, for all that is bad in myself or that I think is bad. I forgive myself and I accept your forgiveness. I further forgive myself for taking your name in vain, not worshiping you by attending church or hurting my parents by getting drunk or sins against purity, reading bad books, watching bad movies, fornication, adultery, homosexuality, abortion, stealing, lying, defrauding, hurting people's reputation. You have forgiven me today and I forgive myself. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your grace at this moment. I also forgive myself for any delvings in superstition using Ouija boards, horoscopes, going to seances, using fortune-telling or wearing lucky charms. I reject all that superstition and choose you alone as my Lord and Savior. So fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, I truly forgive my mother. I forgive her for all the times that she hurt me, she resented me, she was angry with me for all the times that she punished me. I forgive her for the times that she preferred my brothers and sisters to me. I forgive her for the times that she told me I was dumb, ugly, stupid, or the worst of the children, or that I cost the family a lot of money for the times that she told me I was unwanted, an accident, a mistake, or not what she expected. I forgive her. Lord, I truly forgive my father. I forgive him for any non-support, any lack of love, attention, or affection. I forgive him for any lack of time, for not giving me his companionship, for his drinking, arguing, and fighting with my mother and the other children, for his severe punishments, for desertion, for being away from home, for divorcing my mother, 
or for any running around. I do forgive him. Lord, I extend forgiveness to my sisters and brothers. I forgive those who rejected me, lied about me, hated me, resented me, competed for my parents' love, those who hurt me, who physically harmed me, for those who were too severe on me, punished me, or made my life unpleasant in any way. I do forgive them. Lord, I forgive my spouse for the lack of love, affection, consideration, support, attention, communication, for faults, failings, weaknesses, and those other acts or words that hurt or disturb me. Jesus, I forgive my children for their lack of respect, obedience, love, attention, support, warmth, understanding for their bad habits, falling away from the church and any bad actions which disturb me. Lord, I forgive my in-laws, my mother-in-law, father-in-law, son and daughter-in-law, brother and sister-in-law, and other relatives by marriage who treat my family with lack of love for their words, thoughts, actions, or omissions which injure and cause pain. I have to forgive them. Please help me to forgive my relatives, my grandmother, my grandfather, aunts, uncles, cousins, anyone who may have interfered in our family, been possessive of my parents, or may have caused confusion or turned one parent against the other. Ooh, Jesus, help me to forgive my co-workers who are disagreeable or make life miserable for me, for those who push their work off on me, gossip about me, won't cooperate with me, try to take my job. <laughs> I do forgive them. I forgive my neighbors, Lord. They need to be forgiven for all their noise, letting their property run down, not tying up their dogs who run through my yard, not taking their trash barrels, for being prejudiced and running down the neighborhood. I do forgive them. I do forgive my clergymen, my congregation, and my church for their lack of support, affirmation, bad sermons, pettiness, lack of friendliness, not providing me or my family with the inspiration we needed for any hurts that they have inflicted on me or my family, even in the distant past. I forgive them today. Lord, I forgive all those who are of different persuasions, those of opposite political views 
who have attacked me, ridiculed me, discriminated against me, made fun of me, economically hurt me. I forgive those of different religious denominations and beliefs who have harassed me, attacked me, and argued with me, forced their view on me or my family. Those who have harmed me ethically have discriminated against me, mocked me, made jokes about my race or nationality, hurt my family physically, emotionally, or economically. I do forgive them today. Lord, I forgive all professional people who have hurt me in any way. Doctors, nurses, lawyers, judges, politicians, civil servants. It is only in forgiveness that you can set yourself free. We had to get that in this year, kicking off the new year. Please forgive everyone. Be right back. Stay right there. You know, we got to finish with our staples for the day, such as God's purpose for your life, God's promises day by day, and God's word day by day. Psalm 119.28 says, Strengthen me according to your word. Why is it that I am always telling you to read the Bible? I know this admonition can become repetitive. However, we have such a precious gift in Scripture, the very thoughts and plans of the living God. Therefore, it is important that we take advantage of it. God's Word is as timely and applicable to our lives today as it was on the day it was first written. In fact, every time I read my Bible, I receive new insights into the character of God and the challenges I'm facing. Often, certain words, phrases, or verses seem to leap off the page in a powerful way, and I know God is bringing something to my attention that is important for me to know. So the same can be true for you. The foremost way that God communicates with you is through His Word. Through it, He gives you comfort wisdom, strength, direction, and hope. Scripture teaches you to distinguish between His voice and the others that vie for your attention so you can take the right path and avoid pitfalls. So take hold of the treasure that He has given you. Read the Word daily and listen to your living, loving God. Jesus, I confess that sometimes my Bible reading is dry. Help me to know you through scripture. Bring your word to life, Lord. Amen. Jeremiah 31, 13. I will turn their mourning to joy. I will comfort them and make them rejoice 
rather than sorrow. Human beings by nature want to hug life and hold on to it, choke it down, save it and keep it. But Jesus taught there's only one way to know life's meaning. We gain happiness by letting go of this life. What is joy? It is Christ. Amen. And Romans 5, 17. Those who receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one, Jesus Christ. The best picture of what a spirit-filled person looks like is Christ. His life was characterized by love, joy, peace, patience, and so on in the midst of a world characterized by just the opposite of those things. He was certainly not weak. He stood up to his detractors when it was appropriate, but he knew when to keep silent as well. He had the courage and wit to take on the intellectuals of his day. He spoke with authority. He was a very secure man. There was nothing pretentious or intimidating about him. At the end of his life, he tackled the toughest opponent of all, death. And he won. Amen. So again, my favorite prayer, where there is faith, there is love. Where there is love, there is peace. Where there is peace, there is God. And where there is God, there is no need. Amen. Please go out today. And if you see someone in need, please try to fill that gap for them, even in the littlest way, God knows and notices every effort that we make. Trust me, he knows our heart most importantly. So if you see it and you identify it and you don't lend a helping hand, what are you really saying to God? What are you saying? One act of kindness leads to another. Have a blessed day. Thank you for coming to pray with me. These blessings are swirling around our heads, and I love it. Bye for now. <laughs>